0: Good morning, once again. <laughs> um, first of all, just before I uh, get into the word, and I, I just wanna just wanna take this time to to, to thank uh, uh, Pastor Mark and Auntie Cheryl and the leadership of the church for the opportunity to come in and, and just fellowship with all of you. Um, I, I've always dreamed of coming to Australia, uh, and you know, and because uh, I, I know how. Uh, Even though I'm from Fiji and one of our biggest rivals in Sevens Rugby is the Australian team but I'm still a big fan of the Wallabies and and so when uh, when, uh, when we're not playing against the Wallabies I'm rooting for the Wallabies so by the way that's the Australian Rugby Union team. (laughs) <laughs> I know that uh, Melbourne is a, is a league state, and AFL state, so, but, um, so I, um, I've always dreamed of uh, coming and, uh, and to come and share with, with you this morning is a, is, is a um, double bonus for me, and so uh, thank you uh, for the privilege of coming to share with you today. In Fiji, uh, as, as you know, in Fiji, um, the, we, we, we don't have seasons in Fiji. In Fiji, uh, you know, I, I like Pastor Mark said. I, I've I've lived in in the states, and uh, and there are four seasons in the states. And I know that in Australia there's four seasons. You uh, you have the four seasons, but in Fiji we don't have seasons. In Fiji you either have wet weather or dry weather. There is no such thing as uh, autumn or spring or or, or, or winter, and uh, you know we don't we don't have that. And so I didn't really realize the 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 how the significance of of different seasons until I got here. We came from uh, sweaty, humid, smelly Fiji. When we left in in September, it was hot when we came. And then when we got here, you know, I I wanted to be macho. And I walked out of the airport, you know, with one T-shirt. Walked out of the airport and, you know, we walked into the door opened at the airport, and I walked out, and bam! It hit me in the face, the cold weather. And I looked back, and I said to my wife, do you have any sweater? <laughs> it was so cold. <laughs> and then I realized, you, know, you, you you were coming out of winter and into spring, but it was still cold. Then I realized, and then the next few, several weeks, even, even up to last week, uh, it's been cold for us. It's been really cold. And I see people running around, you know, in shorts, and vests, running around, and says, Wow, they either thick-skinned or they are crazy. <laughs> right, because I'm walking out and I'm wearing my thermos. <laughs> and people looking at them, I'm wearing thermals and sweater and no gloves, taking the kids to school, and I see parents looking. What is wrong with that black man? <laughs> but you know, it, seasons. You know, and and I was as I was sitting down and I was uh, thinking about coming uh, today to come and share with you. I really feel that one of the things that I would like to come and talk to us about is, is that there are seasons in our lives. In our journey with the Lord, we each, there are seasons. And, and I want to read to you a scripture. It's a well-known scripture. It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Um, let me just read it very quickly. It says in the 3 verse 1, all the way up to verse 8, it says, For everything there is a season. And a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather together stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear down and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So when you read that scripture, it talks about seasons. There are, in our walk, not just in our walk with the Lord, but in life, there are seasons that we go through in life. And it's very important to understand that there are seasons because a lot of times when we don't Understand the different seasons, we will, we can, number one, we can get frustrated we, in, the, in, in the crossfire of, of the overlap from one season to another. We, that's when, that's one of the difficult times in our lives. And so for, for, for me, I was caught, you know, uh, I didn't realize that I was coming from, from a place where there is no season to a place where there are seasons. And each season uh, requires a different set of behavior, a different set of clothes to wear. You know, uh, uh, you need to turn up the heater in the car. You know, and when you're driving to school and you're looking in the rearview mirror and your kids are going, <laughs> the kids are freezing. And I'm, why? Oh, wait, it's cold. <laughs> turn up the heater. There are, you know, little things like a lot of times, you know, when, when, when you've grown up, uh, you know, in a place like this, you don't really realize this. But for us coming from outside, we realize the significance in each season. We, I, you know, and so that's why when I wanted to come and talk to us in terms of our spiritual work with the Lord, it's very important to know the difference in each seasons of our lives. Amen. And in Galatians 6, 7, it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever I man sow, that." shall he also reap. For that which a man soweth, for he that soweth to his flesh, (laughs) shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit, shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. And I want to talk to us today about due season. Everybody say due season. Due season. Okay? Due season. This is a due is when, when, when something is due to you, it means it rightfully belongs to you. It's yours. Nobody has any right to withhold it from you when it's due. You, you know, we got to be paid. If you work, whether it's at uh, uh, Hungry Jack's or uh, at a corporate, uh, you know, financial uh, place in the city, you know, wherever you work, you have to be paid. That's your due, Right? Yes? You have to be paid. It rightfully belongs to you. And so if your pay doesn't come in on the designated time, I, I believe you have the right to write an email to the uh, finance department and Says, hi, Kelly. Uh, I, I just want to see how you're doing today. And I'm just wondering. Uh, I've just checked my account, and I haven't seen my paycheck in my account. Oh, sorry. I, it, it's gone through. Maybe give it another 15 minutes. But it, it's your right. Sally has no right to be angry with you because it's your due. <laughs> You work for it. It's what rightfully belongs to you. due, And season, okay, season is a special period. Okay, for, in Australia, I, I believe because there's four seasons, so I, I believe each season lasts for about three months. Sometimes it overlaps into the next season. No, especially the, the winter has been a bit longer. That's what I said. I heard that the, the I don't know, maybe because we were coming, you know, they, they pro- God prolonged the season so that we, I would know, know what it's like to be cold. Because <laughs> I never knew what cold was like. <laughs> Living in Fiji, Ostemak and Auntie Cheryl, they know this. Living in Fiji, oh man, you look for air cold. I mean, you, it is 90 degrees under the shade. <laughs> I mean, you have fan and you have fans and everything going everywhere. You take off your t-shirt and it's still hot. You jump in the water and the water is hot. <laughs> Even in the shower. <laughs> Here, you open the shower and it's freezing cold shower. I have to look for, the, do, do we have a heater in this house? <laughs> I mean, it's cold. <laughs> brushing your teeth in the cold water and your teeth. It's cold. You have to use hot water to brush your teeth. Different seasons. Due season. The Bible says that whatever man sows, he will also reap. Some of you here, you have sown. You've sown your lives. Into the things of God, into the into your family, into your work, into the things of the kingdom of God. You've sown your lives. You've given of your time. You've given of your resources. You've given of your talent. You've sown, and sometimes after you sow, see the Bible says that we, there is a time for sowing and there is a time for reaping. It, see, one of the it's not hard to sow, and the reaping will come. But it's this this time, this season. That's one of the hardest times in our journey with the Lord. I want to encourage all of us today. If you don't get anything else, remember this. Your due season is coming. If you have given of yourself, if you have sown into the kingdom of God, into the lives of the people of God, your due season is coming. You, But you must hold on. You have to hold on. There will be times where there will be difficult times. And I, I just want to talk to you about... The different seasons. I just want to break it. I won't take long. I just want to uh, talk a little bit about the different seasons. The first thing is, after 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 winter, then there is something called the spring. Okay, spring, and then there is summer, and then there is autumn. I want to talk to you about autumn first. The lead of autumn. Autumn. When when it when it's time for autumn, everything falls. The leaves, the green leaves begin to change colors, right? Mike, correct? Right? The leaves begin to change colors. Change colors and then they fall. Fall. There are times in our lives when, when everything seems, seems to be going okay. The green leaves are on the trees, bearing fruits. When we came, it was still winter. The, in our backyard, it's not in our yard, but in, the, in the, on the backyard, there's a fence. And then on the outside of the fence there were these trees, there, were, there was very few leaves. And then in the last few weeks, not not in the last few weeks, but last last month or so, leaves came out. And all of a sudden, I see these little things that are coming up. And I was looking at them, and they started bearing fruit. And the, yesterday, when I walked out, all this, those, those fruits had turned red, actually peaches. I had never seen peach on a tree. <laughs> and I looked and I looked at the man and I was looking at the tree and the man on the other side, I said, you like them? He's Italian. You like them? I, said, I love them. Take them. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll take them. <laughs> it was old, man. <laughs> so point is, there are times in our lives when there will be green leaves and there will be fruits in the tree. In our lives, in terms of our lives, there are times in our lives when there's a lot going on going on for us financially, going on for us in terms of the career, going on for us in terms of uh, education. Everything will be going on. And then all of a sudden, something happens. The green leaves turn colors, turn brown, turn orange first, brown, and then they fall. What happens then? When, we go through your, when you go through your autumn season in your lives, those are times when, when if you're in a place right now where, where, where uh, all of a sudden uh, there seems to be uh, a slower flow of what used to be an overflow in your lives, whatever it may be, whether it's finances, whether it's uh, spiritual uh, you know, awareness, whatever it may be, when you find yourself in that situation, you may be in the autumn season of your life where there are, where there are things that you think are important to hold on to, Maybe it's time for, for us to, to, okay, maybe it's time for it to go. Let it go. Let the leaves fall. Let it fall. Let, let the autumn leaves fall. <laughs> for autumn is a time when, the, when, 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 no, when things need to give way. Changes, the changes, to, sometimes the changes are obvious. Sometimes the changes are gradual. Sometimes the changes are obvious. Suddenly, bam, happens, and you stand there wondering, "Did I do something wrong?" No, you didn't do something wrong. You're just going on to the next season of your life. You're in a transition. That's the lead of autumn, and then from autumn, it goes into winter. Winter. This this time of our lives, if you're in a place in your life right now in you know, the winter, it's really cold, and sometimes it's mostly dark. There's no sunshine. <laughs> for people like us, where we come from, uh, uh, culturally speaking, for, I can just get out of my car and you know, walk down the street and knock on somebody's door and you know, buy a loaf of bread. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I hey, just bought some bread. Can we have some tea and bread? Yes. But for me, it was really hard for me when I came here. Because I couldn't, it was cold, winter, I, and I was lonely. My ki- the kids have gone to school, my, my, my wife has gone to sc- school, and I'm at home. It was one of the most difficult times for me, seriously. Because I was home. I couldn't go down the street and have tea with the uh, brothers. <laughs> but I had to, just the way I think is, no, no, okay, this is the season. Maybe this is, Maybe this is that season of my life where I need to stay home. And do something more constructive in my life. See, the times when you feel like nothing is happening for you, that's the best time to dig deep into the, into the Word. Since winter is usually the time where, where you get deeper in the Word of God. When nothing else seems to be happening around you, when there seems to be no activity, that's probably the best time to get in the Word and get to know the Lord. I spent the last few weeks, this is actually, Pastor Mark, thank you, this is actually the first summer I've preached in six months. I've never, I haven't preached in six months. So thank you. (laughs) I have just come out of a winter season of my life, (laughs) but during that time, I really stayed and I studied the season. That's how I was able to. Because I don't know, like I said, there's no such thing as seasons in Fiji. So this has been a a good learning process for me that there are seasons that you go through in your life. There, if you're in a place right now in, in your journey with the Lord where nothing seems to be happening, don't panic. Don't go to the bank to get a loan. No, not yet. Wait. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes we we, 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 we want something, we want to see something happen and then nothing is happening and, you know, this door is closing and that door is closing, you know. It's because it's winter. People are supposed to close their doors during winter. <laughs> Doors will close during this. If, if you're in a place right now where doors seem to be closing and, and nothing seems to be happening, it's because it's the season of winter in your life. Stay put. Wait. Don't go anywhere. Turn on the heater, which is the word of God. That's the heater. <laughs> and read the word. <laughs> See what the Lord says. The season of winter is a time, you know, where nothing seems to be happening, but those, that's the best time. To get ourselves grounded, get ourselves you know deeper. Learn a few scriptures, and you know, and pray a little longer. If, I mean, I, I like praying for about ten minutes. So I, I had no choice. I had to pray for about two hours every day, because <laughs> there was nothing to do. But I realized that it was perfect. The Lord allowed it. Best time to to develop our relationship with the Lord. In the season of winters of our lives. Because see, a lot of times, a lot of people during season, they run away from God. They, they run away, they, they, you know, because it's too cold where they are and it's not comfortable and it's not fun, so, you know. That's the, one of the worst things we can do. To run away. You know, turn to somebody else. Don't, 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 don't go get a loan yet. Just wait for the Lord. Amen. I keep saying loan. Why? Amen. Lead of autumn... The waiting of winter is what I've been talking about. Winter is a time of waiting. It's a season of waiting. But that season will not last long. That season will end. It will end. And then after winter, something I call the birth of spring. Anybody love spring? It's when after the winter, especially if it's, come from, it's a really, really cold place. Everything has been dead because of the winter. And then all of a sudden you go outside. And you see the leaves begin to turn green. The grass. And then on the trees, if the leaves have fallen, you see these little buds of leaves coming out. And little by little, they begin to open. You know? Branches coming out everywhere. Leaves coming out of branches. New birth. And each of us in this room, in, in, in the world today, everybody is in a different place, in a different season of their life. Some of us are in the autumn season of our life. Some of us are in winter. Some of us are in spring. You're beginning to see new things getting better. You're beginning to see new vision beginning to, you know, all of a sudden you, you're driving in your car and or you're at home, you're reading or you're talking to your friend All of a sudden an idea pops into your mind. <gasps> wow, hey, you know. That's a good idea. That's the birthing of spring. Spring is when God begins to bu- See, when you've been faithful in the winter, you will know when it's springtime. If you stay put in winter, you will know the, you will know spring. One, you will see all of a sudden, bam, a fresh idea comes into your mind. That's God birthing new things into your mind. Because you had been faithful in winter, you had waited. You had not run around, you had not reached out to others. All you did was reach inside and reach up to God. Birth of spring. Little flowers, little leaves. It was amazing to me to see those completely bare trees, and all of a sudden, bam, see the leaves come out. And then after a few weeks, the fruits come out. Today, the the tree at the back is covered in red. Everything is red. The peaches. It's it's beautiful. I didn't even want to eat it. It You know, I mean, it was like, why should I eat that? Because I just want to look at it. (laughs) It was beautiful. It was amazing to see what God did. And that really taught me a lot about, you know, how, how different seasons in our life, how it's important to understand the seasons. Because all of us are in different seasons of our lives. And finally, I call it the fruitfulness of summer. The fruitfulness of summer. A friend of mine um, went to do a, a, a job uh, about uh, half an hour from where we live, lawn mowing. We went to cut grass. So on our way back, he said to me, I'm going to take you up the Yarra Valley. Is it the Yarra Valley? I'm going to take you up the Yarra Valley. So from the other side of uh, town, we drove through the Yarra Valley, coming back into uh, Melbourne. Uh, as we were driving uh, driving up the valley, and then, you know, he was showing me where the bushfire what the bushfire was. So he was showing me all these things, and I was looking, wow. And then as we came down the valley, he didn't even see anything. And then I saw these, these fields, you know. So we came, and then we stopped. He stopped, he just stopped, and then got out of the car, and then... Uh, he said to me, "Come." So we walked up a little, in and we saw. The, we came into these uh, these orchards, and I saw on the tree. I saw bunches of grapes. I have never seen grapes in my life. I was like, oh, "Oh, oh!" I was like a little baby. He said, "Can I have some? Yeah, get some. As long as the owner doesn't see you." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, you know, we're not in Fiji, so he can't come after me with a cane knife, but he probably has a gun, and a gun is faster. <laughs> but man, it was nice to see the grapes big grapes like this. Whoa, what? Oh, wow, wow, boxes of grapes. I took a picture. That's all I could do. Didn't want to touch it. There could be cameras hidden in the orchards. <laughs> All of oh, a sudden, Mr. Tegundo, uh, you uh, have been, you know, you're liable because you were stolen from a farmer up in the Yarra Valley. So I didn't want to do that. The fruitfulness of summer. Summer is when, if we've been faithful in the in the winter and, and you know and, and persistent in the in the early spring, what happens is you will reap. And many of you here. I know you have been faithful. Like I said in the beginning, you've given of yourself, you've given your time, given your talent. You've uh, you've, you've 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 shared your life with others. I just want to encourage us today. If you've done that, continue to do so. The Bible says that if you do not lose heart, if we do not lose heart, in due season we shall reap. If we do not lose heart. Don't lose heart. If there is one thing I want to leave with you today, I just want to encourage all of you. Don't lose heart. Keep doing what you know God has told you to do. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. God is not a man that he should lie. If he says, you're going to reap. And the reaping, a lot of times, you know, I mean, a lot of times in in the Christians today, because we've, uh, you know, um, we we talk about money a lot. You know, many times when we say the word reap, people think, oh money. No, I'm not talking about money. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about education, good health for your children, wisdom for our children, beyond their years. I um I, I don't I I wanna share this story, you know, and I hope I, I don't sound like I'm bragging, but my little boy, uh, he's in foundation. He's about six. Um, he, he, we just—they've just been in school for the fourth term. Um, they joined the school, and so they were talking about Christmas the other day. And all the kids in his school were talking about um, Santa Claus and the gifts, you know, and all that. And so he he was just sitting down, and and um, the teacher was asking them about that, and you know, and the uh, the teacher asked him. Teacher asked him, Robert. Um, what do you think about Santa Claus? And he said, who is Santa Claus? And the teacher said, oh, Santa Claus is, you know, he's the one that gives you gifts during Christmas. And then he says, the, no, uh, Santa Claus doesn't bring me gifts for Christmas. Jesus gives money to my mommy and daddy, and my mommy buys the gifts for me.
1: <laughs>
0: he said, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, when he said? And the teacher actually, the teacher came and told me what he said. During the parents' interview, he said he said this. He was quite. He said, "No, I don't. Santa Claus doesn't bring, give me anything. My mommy and daddy, Jesus gives the money to my mommy and daddy, and my mommy and daddy buy the gift for me." <laughs> and, and, and when he she said that to me, I thought, you know, uh, I, I because I didn't say that to him. We always tell them when 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 um, when God provides something, we always tell them you should thank Jesus. It's because of Jesus that's why you have your car. It's because of Jesus that's why you have your nice shoes. It's because of Jesus. That's why you have cereal. <laughs> I always tell them that. You know, I, I, I always, you know, tried, we always try to point them to the real source. The real source is Christ. Because he's the one that takes us through the different seasons of our lives. So when when, when when, we do that, what happens is, you know, the Lord blesses them with wisdom, with the right words of the... I, I didn't even have to tell him that, but the Lord gave him that word to say to his parents. One day I was driving down the car. I was still at Homes of Hope. Uh, we went and dropped our, our nanny, and then we were coming back, coming up. This was, this was a few years ago. I think he was uh, uh, probably two or three. We were driving up the car, and all of a sudden, this taxi driver comes out of the, uh, in the driveway and almost runs us off the road, and I had to swerve. And so this guy just comes, and I was really angry. I, I had a problem with the road rage. <laughs> I changed gear, and I woo, and I stepped on the gas, and wow, ran after him. He, he just went. He didn't even realize what he did. The idiot. <laughs> he just went. He just went. And, you know, and a person was a few, few meters down the road, few, a couple of miles down the road, just stopped the car. And he stopped the car. I came, in, I came in right in front of him. Stopped the car. And I was getting out of my car to go and talk to him. Peacefully. <laughs> I was about to get out of my car when this little boy reached over here. I have felt these little hands, touched me on my shoulder, and said, Daddy, Jesus doesn't want you to fight. That's what he said to me. Jesus doesn't want you to fight. And I said, I-, I wasn't going to fight. He said, but you're angry. And he is just three. But you're angry? I'm not angry. And then I realized, he's right. I am angry. I was going to go get his license and take it to the police station, you know, just get, grab the license, take it to the police station. But even then, that's going to be a big problem. Eh? So what happened was, God gives our children those kind of wisdom. A lot of times when we, when we think of blessings, when we think of harvest, we think of um, things in terms of monetary means, but it's not. God talks about, God talks about blessings of, 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 uh, of summer, the harvest of summer, the fruitfulness of summer. He's talking about your children inheriting godliness from us. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm I'm, I'm sharing this with you. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I have made so many mistakes, and some I'm not even proud to talk about. i made so many mistakes. So this is not a perfect man talking to you. (laughs) I'm just a man who has learned a lot in my life. Through my mistakes, I've learned a lot. And I've learned also that even in the mistakes, God used the mistakes in different seasons to prepare us for the next season. Wherever you are right now in your journey with the Lord, I just want to encourage you. Don't give up. Hold on. If you're in the winter times of your life, you be in the winter uh, season of your life, hang in there. Don't give up. If it seems like nothing is working, nothing is going on, don't give up. Hold on. Amen. If your your children do not want to have anything to do with the Lord, don't worry about it. Keep praying. Keep committing them to the Lord. If it seems like they, they, they just don't want to have anything, you know, just... You know, it's a blessing to see a lot of young people here and children. But there are some parents, and I know I have parents in Fiji whose children just don't want to have anything to do with the Lord. You know, they've devoted their lives to the Lord, they've given up themselves to the Lord. But the children, they grow up, they don't want to have anything to do with the Lord. Parents don't lose heart. Keep praying for them. Keep holding on. Keep doing what you know you need to be doing that the Lord has laid in your heart. Keep doing that. And the Lord in this season, You will have us. You will have us the salvation of your children. You will have us godliness in your children. You will you, you will have us even even a fruitfulness in your life and in your ministry. Amen. I wanna I wanna encourage us with that. And and I I just you know I invite Pastor Mark to to come back and you know and, and close for us today. I just wanna challenge you with every eyes closed. You know I. I just want to encourage all of us today. Where are you in your life? In what season do you find yourself in at this point in time? Are you are you in the, in the season of autumn? Are you in that the season of waiting in winter, where nothing seems to be going on? Where are you right now? Do you do you see yourself? Getting fresh, fresh ideas. Fresh revelation from the Lord. Where do you see yourself? In which season of life are you in right now? It is our responsibility. It is your responsibility and my responsibility to, to embrace the season that we're in. Embrace it. And tell God, I have no idea why this is happening. God, I have no idea why I am in this season of my life. I have no idea why I am feeling like this. I have no idea why nothing seems to be working. Lord, I have no idea why why I can't seem to sleep at night. Lord, I have no idea why my children just don't want to have anything to do with you. I have no idea. But Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust that this is something that you are allowing so that not only can I learn from it, but that I can grow from it. And then when I come out of this season, Lord, I will come out better. I will come out glorious, more glorious than the previous season. I will be stronger. I will be healed and I will be whole. Some of us are in a season of our life. Some of us have been hurt. Some of us have been disappointed. Relationships gone wrong. Somebody has let you down. You're in a season in your life right now where you just don't want to have anything to do with people. You just don't want to have anything to do with any kind of relationship or any kind of uh, involvement with, you know, that has to do with people. You just want to come, hear the sermon, and go back home. Don't want to have anything to do with any kind of commitments. You are the reason why I came here. I believe you are the reason why God brought me here, to let you know that he knows what's going on, and that he is in control.
1: I'm just wondering if we could all just stand at, at the moment. This morning as we were outside um, in prayer, the Lord just pressed this psalm upon my heart and I we just started um, sharing it and praying it and I just want to read it out to us now in response to Nathar's message. <clears throat> it's, talk, it's just all about exalting the Lord. It says, I will exalt you, my God, the King, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day, every day, so every season, every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Then here's these words about the children. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. For the Lord is gracious and he is compassionate. He is slow to anger and he is rich in love. The Lord is good to all and he has compassion on all he has made. And all you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. And they will tell of your glory of your kingdom. And they will speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises And loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall, and he lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, Lord, for you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth for he fulfills the desires of those who fear him he hears their cry and he saves them the lord watches over all who love him my mouth will speak in praise of the lord let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever so just as we're standing regardless of the um, of the seasons that we're in that just talks about that the Lord is worthy to be praised. And so I just want to pray over each and every one of us now. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you for that word today. We thank you, God, for the reminder that you are a faithful God and that you, your love endures over us, God. And Father, despite the seasons, whether we be in winter, whether we're in autumn, summer, spring, God the word that we heard today was to not give up, to keep our eyes on you and to remain faithful to you because God, you are so faithful to us. So each one of us now, Father, we know where we are. We know the season in the life that we're in and we say thank you, God. You tell us to thank you in all circumstances So we will thank you, Father, and we will continue to praise you. We will continue to have our eyes fixed on you, the faithful one who will come through, who fulfills every promise to his children because he loves them. So God, I pray in our hearts that we would be able to do that today. Not because of our circumstances, just because of who you are. You are to be glorified, Father. And I pray for every one of us today to receive that, God, and to hold on to that promise that you will come through for us. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.